3: 9.04 in the a.m. NBA season is underway. Joining us right now from the undefeated, courtesy of the WGK, Law Guest Hotline, our guy, friend of the program, Jerry Bembry. What's going on, Jerry?
2: What's up, Rob, Jeremy, Ed? How you guys doing today?
4: Good morning. All right. You want All Ed right. to ask the first question so we can start with the Knicks who didn't play last night?
2: <laughs> oh, sorry.
5: We
3: can preview the game.
4: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> LeBron James with 21 years now in the league last night dropped 21 points the leading score for the Lakers not enough against the Nuggets uh and that's why I really want to talk about those Denver Nuggets defending NBA champions they looked uh very inspired last night it may have something to do with the ring ceremony but um you know when well, you've got three guys in your lineup in night with number one scoring 20 points and all your, your starters in double digits um the team just looked very motivated last night. They played good yeah. basketball together.
2: Yeah, very motivated, and um, you know this is why I picked uh, the Denver Nuggets in this, the, the in the preseason as as, the, as repeat champions. I mean, Jokic, this is a guy who probably didn't do anything all summer, right? Probably had a good time back home, just sat on his behind and and fished or whatever he does. And he comes in and scores 29 points. And it wasn't even – I don't even think it was a, a, a great night by him, right? It was just an average game. But he's still – average game for Joker is a triple-double. <laughs> and he's an impact on the game. And anytime you feed him the ball at the elbow, you know, he's, he's got passing options. He's got shooting options. And just an unbelievable player. And just it kind of – he, he plays at times that little school big, big man game that I really love. So that's what set him apart. Sets him apart from anybody else in the league, and he's so good, and everybody feeds off of him. Hmm.
5: What about the uh, what goes on in Milwaukee now with with, uh, Dame and Giannis? Like, besides, I mean, obviously, it's going to be an incredible uh, offense because of that combination, but what happens defensively now? You lose a great defensive player. Like, is Chris Middleton now like the de facto best perimeter defender?
2: Yeah, Milton's going to have to be that guy who's going to have to be healthy. And, you know, Pat Connaughton is going to have to, you know, be a, a better defender and, and play solid D. And, yeah, I, I think that the, the, the Bucks have gone with a plan. Oh, we're just going to try to outscore people in games. And, um, you know, it, I think it can work. I, I think Dane just brings a, another element there. Uh, I mean, you know, he's a 30-point-per-game scorer a year ago. And he's never played aside a guy like Giannis before. Yeah. Um, so between Giannis and Dame, we know what we're going to get from them. But we're going to look at guys like Malik Beasley and and Bobby Portis. You know, Lopez is a nice big campaign. Those guys are going to have to contribute um, for them to be a successful team. I think they're going to reach the finals. I, I think they uh, uh, they have more firepower and probably more savvy than the Boston Celtics, who I think they'll face in Eastern Conference Finals. And I think Milwaukee will get there. I think Milwaukee had if not for injuries a year ago. Well, you know, they were, they were just they, – they got beat in early on in the playoffs, but I think they they should have been there last year. So I think that, that there will be a focused team this year.
4: I'm so excited. I don't even know where to start. I mean, I can't wait <laughs> to see – well, we'll get to all of it. But let, let's start off with Victor Weminyama. Uh, he's going up against the Mavericks tonight. Um, this, this is definitely a game I want to watch. And from seeing the reaction from players, even Paul George going, yeah, we got a problem <laughs> on our hands because nobody that big should be able to do what he's doing. Um, what do you think we see from him in year one?
2: Yeah, I, I, what we saw in, the, in, in preseason was, was, was great. I mean, here's a guy who, the most versatile guy we've probably seen in a long time, um, you know, 7-4, dribble up the court, pull up three, um, he can block shots, he, he, he can really alter another team's offense with his presence in the lane. And, yeah, I'm really excited. I think the, the thing that he lacks is probably muscle and power, but I think he'll mm-hmm. be able to finesse his way around the game. And, you know, again, this is a a league that doesn't really have power forwards or big centers who are going to overpower you. So uh, I think it works to his advantage coming into a league like this, and I'm really excited to see him in that game tonight.
3: Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show right here on the fan. Jerry Bembry from the Undefeated joins
4: all right, Jerry. Let me let me throw two names at you because, like, I, I think it's interesting when we look at or two teams, I should say, one of which everybody's going to be on the Oklahoma City Thunder. Um, you know, when you look at the type of players that they have, and now finally being healthy, the other one that I'm really interested in, and I can't believe I'm saying this, is the Nets. Is Ben Simmons turning the corner? Can we can we get to that at all? Because he's, I thought he looked fairly good in the preseason.
2: Yeah, he looked good in the preseason, but uh, I, I wanna see it every every day. I, I'm I'm still not convinced, you know. I know every summer that comes around we're gonna see Ben Simmons photos of and videos of Ben Simmons in the gym taking a kidnap shot and he looked confident in the pre confident in the preseason. Uh, I, I agree, but I just wanna see it in the regular season and uh, you know, it's it's almost like a game part. He looks good in the regular season, but can he do it in the playoffs? So can Ben do it in a real game and um, I think there's a certain level of pressure on him right now because he's been written off for so long and um I hope I hope he does well. I I really does, but you know, we'll we'll see how dedicated he is, how tough he is, and the guys are gonna test him, guys are gonna knock him on his behind and, and get physical with him and see if he can handle that stuff and um you know, hopefully he can step up to the plate and perform well.
4: That dog don't hunt. <laughs> that
3: dog <laughs> That's right. don't That's right. hunt.
2: <laughs>
4: Hey, right. I, I gave you the easy question. I was going to ask you about Dwight Howard or Ben Simmons. Just be thankful <laughs> I asked oh you about Ben God. Simmons.
2: Yeah, I know. And, and you mentioned uh, Oklahoma City. Uh, yeah. Ted Holmgren, you know, was injured, and yeah. uh, I'm really excited to see what he can do. Uh, he's another guy with with size, not as big as Webby, but uh, he's he's a unique player who's got a, a skill set that you don't see in a guy that's seven one. So I, I think that. With with that team, there there there's some other elements there. I, I don't think that that team is ready to be a serious competitor in the Western Conference, but I think that they can be, uh, you know, a 45 win team, and um uh, and I think they could be exciting and, and they could be tough. Jerry
3: Bimber, the undefeated Jerry, it's uh it's upon us, man. Thanks a lot for your time this morning.
2: All right, you guys take it easy. Have a good day. You, you too. Man. You, you too. too. Do you yeah.
4: guys know the full extent of the Dwight Howard stuff? No, no. You want me to read this to you? You know there have been rumors about Dwight for a long time, right? The accusations of being with transgender men. Um No. Yeah. Oh, yeah, lots of accusations. Well, some of it's been confirmed now. Uh mm. Harper said this Harper's the guy that he allegedly had freaky sex with. Um, reached out to Dwight Howard with a direct message on Instagram. He said he sent his cell phone number, which Howard texted after he received in his lawsuit. He said Howard told him he was into freaky sexual stuff and then sent him some explicit photos. Howard then said he did exchange texts with Harper, several of which included sexually explicit content, such as photographs and videos. Uh, The ex-NBA star said Harper came over to his home on July 19th. Howard admitted they went into his bedroom, removed their clothing, and engaged in consensual kissing. In his lawsuit, Harper claimed that Howard surprised him by bringing out a man dressed as a woman. Now, I don't care what he does in his own personal life, but this is very interesting to me. Uh, for the stuff that Dwight Howard, when he first came into the league. Christian. Yeah, and he yeah. wanted to put Jesus on the the basketball right. and, and take my, uh, the Jerry West logo off. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, interesting stuff, though, is all this. Isn't is he like, universally disliked? A lot of yeah, people not uh, yeah. Yes. It, for a lot of reasons. I don't like him either. 12 <laughs> NBA
3: games tonight. Jeremy Khan will break most of them down in his uh, daily line at 930. But on the other side, speaking of Jeremy, he and Ed, They put together their own individual NFL top three. We do every Wednesday.
6: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. Just got an update
4: on uh, Mad Dog Russo retiring. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess he just went on uh, the Stern Show and said that he he's going to wear a Diamondbacks bikini and walk through the streets of New York City wearing a sign that says, I'm a douche. I don't know if I'm happy about this or not. But But he's not retiring. Doesn't sound like he's of course, of course. He's not,
3: and he's getting more publicity out of yeah,
4: this. Yeah, he got exactly what he wanted.
3: Did yeah.
5: he think people going to be upset if he retired? No, they're not going to believe he it. He
4: thinks so.
3: All right, who wants to go first? Top three. Let Ed go first. He's to go, the right You want to go one to three or three to one? Ed, three to one, three to one. All right, three to okay. who's your number three team in the National Football League? Philadelphia Eagles. Eagles fly. Eagles fly. Mm hmm. Uh, okay, all right. Who's number? Why? Why the Eagles? They're an outstanding team. This was tough. I mean, the three teams here are pretty interchangeable. That's why I wanted three. To me, three is tougher. Three is tough. Because you got to eliminate so many teams. Yeah. I mean, if you do five, got to bail out, you know, like
5: yeah. three. No, three is very, very tough. And it's just like, because it's like you do the top three quarterbacks in the league. Well, I'm kept my homes now. It's always like, you know, you could just move these guys like Tetris pieces. It's like. So, Yeah, I, I think the Eagles. I mean, they just they were a really good, well balanced team. Six and one, the record, of course, is six and one. Um, but it's just they were a really good team. It's just and, and I like teams that are balanced. They just and I'm you know, I'm still stunned they lost to the Jets, but they did. They lost to the Jets again, though. We you know, as Ravens fans would say, we could be seven and zero. so could they. They lost to the Jets, but I, I put them as a you know, the best team in the in the NFC right now. Who
3: that means the other two teams, the AFC, who's
5: number two? Yeah, forty nine ers dropped a fourth. There's something up there. Two good lost I have Kansas City as number two. KC, number two. Although the six and one, um, they just haven't I don't know. There's something up with them. They're winning a lot of close games. Um, the Charger game aside, you know, nineteen a uh, you know, against the Broncos, twenty-seven doesn't one score against the Vikings, three points against the Jets. Um, I don't know. They just don't look like I'm, I'm used to. i have not these 35,
3: you know, yeah. 15 win- victories with them. I you just know, don't see it. This is odd because you said the next two teams are AFC teams, and Kansas City is the only one-loss AFC team. So yeah. that means we're dealing with a two-loss team. Is number one team? Yeah. Who's that? Ravens. You are Homer? No. You I I believe that the best team in football. Homer?
5: Absolutely not. That's I think the best defense in the National Football League. The top ten offense now. And the absolute best defense in the league, people can, Cleveland could just, you know. I think the Ravens are number one right there. And it's recency bias because of the last beatdown. But now you see the well, it's potential.
3: There's always recency bias. Yeah. It's sports.
5: But it's you, know, you go by what you see last and how people are trending. And the Ravens look like they're going in the right direction, man.
4: All right, Simpson. All right. Number three, Jeremy. My top three teams. Okay, look. Number three, I got the Tampa Bay Lightning. Okay, I really like this team. They play NFL. NFL. Oh, number two, I'm going to go with the Tampa Bay Bucks. (laughs) Uh, Number one, the New York Jets, as my top three teams. (laughs) I have the same three teams that Ed has. Okay, but not in that ridiculous order. Come on, come on. He's got the Eagles as number one. I got the Eagles too. Or no, I got the Eagles one.
6: Sorry, (laughs) I
4: got Baltimore number three. Ravens number three. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And I think they have to be there after beating a good team the way that they did and the the acknowledgement they're getting. When we start breaking down two lost teams, it's easier to put somebody in that just won than Uh putting San Francisco in that just lost two in a row, right? It's just kind of like um, it's it's exactly what just happened, and we're kind of in the moment. So playing a little Monday morning quarterback here. But, um, yeah, I got Baltimore at three, Kansas City at two. Kansas City's defense is the one defense in this league that just continues to – to shut teams down. I, I mean, I don't know anybody's talking about it enough, but go look at what their defense giving up point wise. And I don't think they're getting enough credit. We have been talking about their offense and why it hasn't looked like a well-oiled machine yet. Um, but maybe that's, maybe, maybe that's on the come. We'll, we'll see that uh, down the line. And I do have Philly at number one. It's, it's just hard to get past a team. That's they had one hiccup against the jets. Um, I've been waiting for them to have that because I felt like they'd been playing down to the level of their opponent. Um, and maybe that'll continue, but uh, I do think they're the best team in football right now, and should be acknowledged as such. And getting Kevin Byard only makes them even better, in my opinion. Okay. I just feel bad for Terrell Edmonds, who was having uh, such a great time at the Phillies game, and then they traded his ass. <laughs> How about that? He was he was enjoying it with DeAndre Swift. He's like, "Man, this is great!" And all of a sudden, they're like, "Hope you like Tennessee." No, no. And what issues do you have with Jeremy's?
5: I don't. That's what I said. I the same three, teams. The same teams. I mean, that's, I said I think any one of these teams could be in any one of these positions. It's just a matter of you know the way you view them.
4: But the way I view the Ravens right now, I mean, that's a that's a seven and team. I do want to point out something though. I don't. Want, I don't want Ed to look at me when I say this. His top three teams from last week aren't in his top three anymore. What is his top three from last week, uh, Jeremy? Conley. He had the Lions. Mm-hmm. He had the Forty ers
3: Yes. And the Dolphins, right? Yeah. What he says is recency bias, but he
5: saw different things. Okay. Are your top three going to be the top three all seasons?
4: <laughs> all three of yours, top three. Were the Ravens top three? No, Ravens were the only ones. I, re- I replaced the 49ers with the Ravens. Can you
5: breathe underwater? A little
4: bit. <laughs> <laughs> Just-
5: I'd like to be buried standing up.
4: I was just it was so funny because I said I'm gonna bust Edge Chops because two of his teams aren't in his top three. And I went, oh, all three of them. Like, yes! No, but look, it happens. It's the NFL. Um hell, the, the teams that we picked, like putting the Ravens in here, people would have said we were crazy if we if we'd have talked about them being a top three team two weeks ago. I mean, you can't call it homerism now. They're, no. they're one of the best teams in the football right now. And by the way, with Ed having them number one, I have no problem with that. Like, not We all haven't played the same exact schedules. So with a team that has two losses, yeah, clearly they can be better. And it, it is funny to me as we just look at sports and then the complaints you get. People were complaining that baseball should expand the playoffs, and now they're pissed off that Arizona's in the World Series. Uh-huh. You don't get to have it both ways, yep. you know? And Who's really pissed off about that, though? There are a lot of people that are just because they don't want Arizona in the World Series.
3: Maybe teams that got look elit- fans of teams that got eliminated. Because I, I don't, I don't think it's a bad thing. I think it's you know it shows the parity and the depth of baseball. Uh, Dave, five, Dave eight, and three, Salisbury, Go ahead. Oh, yeah, I know. I heard.
6: Dave, Dave and Salisbury said, uh, "Why, why, why do they let mediocre
4: teams uh, like the Diamondbacks uh, and, and the Rangers uh, get, get in the World Series? I mean, why, why don't they just go back to how they used to do it?" <laughs> and I was like, "What are you talking about?" And he's like, That's "You a know, fair like the- question." <laughs> he wants to go back like it's 1968. Well, only, right. only the top two, only the top two teams on each league are allowed to play for and the you, World and you Series. You know why, don't you? Because the, Cause cause the Orioles would the been.
3: <laughs> and, and listen, next year when the Orioles don't win the East but get in as a wild card team, people will think it's the greatest thing ever. You know, just shut up. Just watch
5: what's going on. Nothing put, like that. Why, why do we put him on? I miss hearing him. You just heard him, Dolores. How's Dolores? i ah, fine, thank you.
3: <laughs>
5: Dolores,
3: Joe LaCroix encore at nine forty-five. But on the other side, it's the daily line. What you got, Jeremy? Carr?
4: Yeah, yesterday was another winning day. Um, you know, went five. I went uh, three and two of my top plays. Five and three overall. Had some tough luck in a few games. Uh, that Lakers over, which was so close, but it just didn't happen in the fourth quarter as the Nuggets pulled away. So we have a full slate of NBA games. I'm like a kid in a candy store. I'm so excited to talk about these matchups tonight, and I know where I'll be in front of my TV tonight watching as much basketball as I possibly can. A little college football, an NHL matchup that I like, uh, and we'll talk about that. That's all coming up next in The Daily Line.
1: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it.
2: The Big Bad Daily Line. Sponsored by FanDuel. FanDuel is America's number one sportsbook. From the money line to the point spreads to player props, make every moment more with FanDuel Sportsbook, official sports betting partner of the NFL. 105.7 The Fan. Here's a pitch. And a fly ball. Right field. Going over is Corbin Carroll. He's under it. He's got it.
1: And the 2023 Arizona Diamondbacks are headed to the World Series
4: for the second time in their 26-year history. Guess what? Arizona Diamondbacks, Diamondbacks Radio Network, telling me about that great out at the end of the game to send the Diamondbacks to the World Series. It's going to be a fun one. I don't know how you guys are feeling about this series. Uh, fully expect the Rangers will be favored. Mm-hmm. Um, first game at, at home in Texas uh, this Friday, we were just going over it, Rob, and talking about it. We we'll have to, the pitching matchups aren't out yet. We'll see who's available, but I think we'll get the usual suspects. Um, Not the series I wanted, but I think it's be some excitement to it. I, I I love watching postseason baseball. I just like evaluating what I would do in situations and in real time, and along with the managers, uh, some of the changes that go on. Like we've seen, we've seen a lot of dumb things happen in NFL games from coaches and MLB games from mm-hmm. managers, but. I don't necessarily, like, I'm not one of those guys that looks at a situation and goes, he was wrong because it ended up this way. Like, I always like to look at it, yeah. like, what would I do? And could I see myself making the same move as him? Because, again, I it's the smartest, dumbest, dumbest, smartest thing I've ever said. You're only right when you're right. And you'll be criticized otherwise. So, uh, that's the fact. All right. Now, yesterday, uh, just getting back at all the things that... Um, you know, the plays we put out, uh, had the Phillies D-backs under. That was a free play I gave out at j Sports on Twitter. Had the Suns. They won outright. Lakers, Nuggets over. Man, that it was on pace to fly over the total midway through the third. A little bit of a lull in the fourth. And then we had a couple missed shots. And once it got to a double-digit lead, under three minutes in the NBA, you know, teams are just going to, you know, it's just walking it up and down the court waiting mm-hmm. for the clock to run out. So And that's why, like, in betting the NBA, two things – You can probably wait to the last two minutes and whether you were covering the entire game leading up to that, everything can change at that point, whatever your bet was. And the thing I always tell people when NBA season rolls around, you wait, 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 wait as long as you can before placing your bet. You're worried about line movement. I'm listening to you. But even yesterday, it's the opening night of the NBA. Bradley Beal didn't play because of his back. Could he have played? Sure, he could have. They didn't play him. Draymond Green was out because of an injury. He'll miss a couple more games too, I believe as they're getting ready. And Devin Booker almost sat, and he ended up being the Suns' leading scorer, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. So, here we are, opening night. So, what do we have in the NBA? I'm going to get to that. I'll finish up and kind of get your guys' take on it in just a second. But I, I just want to run through the NHL and college football. All those
3: games, I definitely want to hear your take.
4: Yeah. New Jersey, Washington, uh, this is NHL. I like it to go over the six and a half. Caps are playing the Devils. We talked about the Devils being at a fast pace. I'm going to go with the over there. College football, one play that I love. I... Uh, <laughs> You guys figure this one out. Sam Houston State is favored by three and a half in their game, and Sam Houston State stinks. They're playing UTEP. So, what am I going to tell you? Well, they're favored by three now as I see it. I'm going to tell you to take Sam Houston State. Go look at this. I was sch- looking at them. Yeah, look at their schedule and what they've done this year. They stink. How the <laughs> hell are they favored by three? Would they have one win? They have one win on the season? Let me pull this up. I, I don't look that hard you didn't you didn't uh, go into the rabbit hole like I do with some of these things where I'm like because when a line stinks that much, I'm definitely gonna jump all over it. It's an eight o'clock game tonight. Here's Sam Houston State and who they've played. All right Sam Houston State got shut out by BYU 14 to nothing. They lost 13 to three to Air Force 38 to seven though well, actually they haven't won a game all year. 38 to seven to Houston 35 28 to Jacksonville State 21 16 to Liberty. 27-13 in New Mexico State. do, 33 27 to Florida International. They lost to New Mexico State. Liberty. They lost every game. They're 0-7 in their favor by three. Take Sam Houston State tonight. They're gonna win this game against UTEP. It just the line stinks. You tell me. How they've played a tough schedule, tougher than some of the other teams in their conference. Mm-hmm. But Jesus, Lord Almighty. Jesus. They're minus you're they're 0-7 in their minus three everybody's taking UTEP. Take Sam Houston State. The other game, I like the under. Florida International, Jacksonville State, um, I take the under there. Now, now that all that crap's over, let's let's talk about what we came to talk about. The opening of the NBA tonight. Celtics at the Knicks. Cleveland at Brooklyn. Portland and the Clippers going at it. New Orleans at Memphis. Oklahoma City at Chicago. Uh, Sacramento, Utah. Dallas, San Antonio. Victor Weminyama Are you guys at all, like, I... I understand. I'm You're, watching him. Are you excited to see I'm him I'm watching all?
5: him, yes. Well, yeah, the Knicks.
4: No, I'm talking about women young. Oh, yeah, of course. Because young. this is a, a generational wish. talent. Mm-hmm. Like, he dunked over Thomas Bryant, who's like, Thomas Bryant, I, for some reason, I think he's 40 years old, but he's like 26 <laughs> or 27. Hey, LeBron looked like that. Yeah. It, he looked old when he was young. He jumped outside of the circle and dunked. I know. From a, like a standstill.
5: So the conversation going to stop at him being too skinny?
4: Uh, he's still going to get muscled by guys, but he's so quick for a it'll, guy that's that big. It'll stop when he proves he's not. Well, it's the same thing with Kevin Durant. Remember, yeah. everybody was talking about he couldn't bench the, the bar, bar. The bar. Yeah. three times. And so they were like, why would you draft him? You'll he, It'll be fine. Trey Young's undersized. He's the worst defender in the league, but he can play. And this guy can defend, by the way. He's so long and lean and has the ability to block shots. It's just incredible. So... Um, yeah, a lot of great games tonight, but I think those are some of the marquee ones. Atlanta's at Charlotte. That's another interesting one. Um, Charlotte. Charlotte's not going to have any bigs tonight, so something to think about. Uh, I think um, Okongwu for Atlanta is an interesting play uh, as the Charlotte bigs are all banged up. Now, what do I like tonight? I'm going to give you my favorite play, too. I'm going to run through a lot of this. I think the Jazz are live dogs tonight against the... Uh, Sacramento Kings, I would like the over there too, but I'm going to take Utah plus the two to start off the season. I like the Nets at home against the Cavs. I'm telling you, I think the Nets are going to be, I think they're a playoff team. They were last year, but I think they're a playoff team with this group that they have. Mikal Bridge is taking a step forward. Nick Claxton's a good player. Ben Simmons looked really good in preseason. I know nobody wants to crown him. The guy is talented. You can say what you want about him, but he can't help a team. You got Spencer, I mean, you got a lot of talented guys there. Um, and I'm excited to see what they do, and I think they pull off uh, a minor upset for me tonight against the Cavaliers. I like Boston and New York to go over. I like OKC over Chicago. They're getting one point against the Bulls. Miami-Detroit. Everybody's like, oh, yeah, my, they're they're going to take the under. This game's going over the total, guys. Miami and Detroit. Detroit pays at a faster uh, pace. They're getting Cade Cunningham back mm-hmm. now. Their draft pick's coming in. I Detroit's going to be a fun team to watch. So I like Miami Detroit over. My favorite, by far, favorite play tonight. I talked about them all last year. The Indiana Pacers play at the fastest pace that any team in the league plays at, along with the Sacramento Kings. Routinely, their totals come in too low. And they're coming in too low to start the season against the Washington Wizards. I love the Wizards and the Pacers to go over that total of 2335 half. Trust me, guys, when I say this, the Pacers totals in a couple of weeks are going to be up around 240. I think this is about six, seven points too low, and I'd probably still be on the over there. Um, It's going to be played at an extremely fast pace, and the Pacers can score with the best of them. And then now you also have the Wizards that have Jordan Poole. He has not met a shot he doesn't like. So he will – it wouldn't shock me to see him score 30 tonight. Mm -hmm. I think Kyle Kuzma's in a great spot. Um, But, yeah, I'm all over this Washington, Indiana – over at 233 and a half. I saw some 235s out there, which I fully expected to get to. Uh, that's one that I really like to go along with Sam Houston State. You can parlay those two together. Get yourself a nice little payday. There you go.
3: There you go. Thank you very much, Jeremy Conn. 410-583-1057. That's the number. Bottom Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. Joe has the encore. You don't want to miss it. And the high school soccer team is killing it. That's what I learned today. Up next on the fan. Were you surprised? A little bit. Did he, re- he reach out to him? Yeah, a little bit.
5: Not upset about it. I think he'd be a good addition for the reasons they cited. But uh, I was surprised. Yeah, because I haven't thought about him much because he's getting on in years. He's, you know, he's he's 36 years old now. It's, you know, a lot of defensive linemen aren't hanging around that long.
4: You you got Robert De niro from Ed over here when you asked him. He's like, a little bit, little bit, a <laughs> little bit, you know, a little bit. A little bit, a bit. little bit, a little bit. A little bit.
3: Little bit. <laughs> little bit. Anyway, but you want to no. you want to tomorrow switch seats so you can have somebody. I just wonder
5: what point in our career together everything changed.
4: What changed? We- <laughs> I still get made fun of more than both of you guys. Well, that's why you're here. Yeah.
3: <laughs> I thought we weren't. I thought we weren't supposed to say that out loud.
4: <laughs> Something about that seat. <laughs> yes. Now it? you're making me very upset. <laughs> <laughs>
3: You know what, Ed, whenever he gets out of order, I look at him, and I look at how small those headsets look on his ears. Look at the bottom of the ears hang out. Look we at were him.
4: just making fun of
3: Ed. <laughs> I just, just look at him.
4: Just look, look,
3: Joe. Like two trash can lids. <laughs> That's what you
5: need. Four, ten, this is, is why <laughs> you should sleep with small women. Same concept. <laughs>
3: Really? <laughs> they don't They don't. They don't have one for you. Oh. <laughs> and that's the encore. That's the encore for the day. Four ten five eight three one zero five seven is the number. Baltimore's big bad morning show on the fan. You know, today is Bobby Knight's birthday.
4: Oh, so I was all throw chairs around the studio. And also Pedro Martinez. Nice. I watched a little bit of the broadcast with Pedro Albert Pujols, and Nestor Cortez last night. Uh, which was interesting during the baseball game, hearing their takes on what they would do. Who? It was Pedro Martinez, Albert Pujols, Nestor Cortez, and they had, uh, I don't remember the female uh, host name. Um, but, yeah, so it was it was just a different way to watch it and kind of like the Manning cast, but with baseball yeah. players. Also, 36 years today,
3: Ed, you should remember this. What happened 36 years today, Ed, Joe? 37, I'm sorry, 37 years today. Joe, what happened 37 years ago today? Uh, the ball gets by Buckner. Was that today? 37 wow. years ago. Damn. And you know what? I love how the Red Sox just blamed that. Oh, yes, it was momentum. You had another game to yeah, win. No, that was game six. Right? That was not game Seven. You had right. another game you could have won and you didn't. Yeah. You know, wasn't it, Um, what was his name? Shays? Was that the name of the pitcher? John Shay for the Boston Red Sox? They had already named him MVP. <laughs> And the ball goes through the legs of Buckner. Oh, take that back. <laughs> I think his name was John Shea. Think about that.
5: Not he? it's become iconic. He had a great career otherwise. But, I mean, this is a Curb Your Enthusiasm episode about it. It's <laughs> hilarious. Remember to throw the baby out the window, the, the yeah. fireman to catch him? And, <laughs> and Buckner. It's it just so funny. I <laughs> want to thank you for that, Bill Buckner.
3: Um, Joe brought out a very interesting fact I forgot all about. And he's right. Boston Red Sox even led at one point in Game Seven. Yeah, so you had your opportunities. You want to put it all on Bill Buckner? Put it all on Bill Buckner? But you know that
5: '86 team was just destined. They were so bad. It had so many bad people on that team. Just, I mean, the Ray Knight knocking people out, and you know Dwight Gooden being in the crack house during the parade, and, and everybody. You know, Dykstra was crazy. Which just that was some that that was the best title when the bad guys won that was a book written about it. Maybe I'm thinking about Calvin Giraldi. I think that's what I'm thinking about. People think are always like in Calvin crack Chiraldi. houses,
4: but they're not that much fun. No? No. Different kind of crack. Oh. <laughs> what?
3: You've got to be in like heaven, man. Like you know, with base the NBA? it's like the NBA they
4: waited it was brilliant. They waited until after baseball was definitely over. Yeah, I, I love this tonight. It's just going to be great with uh, all the games we have going on. And, you know, there's some t- – like, Chet Holmgren's a guy I really want to see play. We were talking about him last year. Now you got Victor Wemenyama. you yeah. got Scoot in Portland. Like, I I love this stuff. I know yeah. I'm in the minority, but I love it. No, I,
3: no I'm, I'm looking forward to it this, this, uh, tonight, too. I, I don't know how much I'll follow after tonight, but that's excitement of all those games at one time, uh, I'm checking it out. Just like NHL last night. Now it's time for you to find out what we learned today. Right? What you learned today, Kamish.
5: Well, too, I learned Ed Zimmerman is one of the nicest men in the world. I want to thank you for always taking care of me, Ed. Mm-hmm. Um, I just you meet people that just do things for the right reason. He's that guy, and I want to recognize somebody who I think is unfairly criticized. Thank you, LeBron James. No. Oh. In this age of man- load management and guys just, you know, I don't want to play tonight. I need a night off. I need a month off. You know he's going to break Kareem's record for minutes played this year? That's amazing. He's a-, a-, a different era. People don't do that anymore.
4: And you know what he did last night? And this is what you should do when you got a player that's trying to ramp up their minutes and get ready. Mm-hmm. So he, he did the four minutes, take a seat, or five minutes, take a mm-hmm. seat, come back for another five minutes, take a seat. So they worked him up to getting near his 30 minutes a game yeah. or more um by by just subbing him in differently. You know, and I, I that's what you should do with a Kawhi. That's what you should yeah. do. That's what Chris Paul was doing last night.
5: He's got like 3000 to make up and he's going to get he's going to get it this year.
4: That's awesome. That's
3: absolutely awesome. Uh because I I think LeBron James also what's not mentioned about I don't know you should almost expect people to do right but in a world where athletes are always in tabloids for negative things, he's never, in never. The, he's never in for negative things. No. Uh, what I learned uh, yesterday learned about this soccer team at Eastern Tech, girls soccer team led by Sarah Holmes. She's the head coach. Her first year, in fact, she's a uh, class of 2009 grad of Eastern Tech. 11 0 and 2 in the regular season. 44 goals scored. Four none against they are the county champions after beating the lane they got the state playoffs coming up and coach Holmes is on right now good uh, morning coach good morning how are you doing well doing well first of all congratulations in your first year state playoffs coming up tell us a little bit about what who you're expecting and uh when they begin
2: um so thank you so much um so they
4: begin actually on halloween the 31st we'll be playing against either Spirits Point or Chesapeake. they have a game tomorrow so um Looking forward to that game coming up. We have about a week to practice and train for that. Um, definitely just taking it one game at a time. Ferris Point, we played them in regular season, one in a double overtime. Um, and we actually scored with two minutes left in the game. Um, our freshman forward actually put the ball in the beautiful shot, upper 90 back of the net. Um, did awesome. But it's going to definitely be a physical game. They're going to be out for revenge, absolutely. Um, so definitely excited for that game coming up.
3: And that's on Halloween. Coach, congratulations and good luck to you going forward. That's incredible. 44 goals, four, none scored. <laughs> they haven't given up a goal yet, Jeremy. God. That's crazy. What did you learn today?
4: A couple things. I was on a job interview yesterday, and they asked me what my biggest weakness was. And I said, you know, my biggest weakness is being honest. And they said, that's not a weakness. And I said, I don't care what you think. Nothing. I didn't get anything from you guys on that one. All right, well, we'll just keep it moving. My wife begged me to stop making police-related puns, and I said, okay, I'll give it a rest. God. <laughs> I didn't even get anything for that one. I don't mean to brag, but cashiers are always checking me out. Oh, gosh. <laughs> uh, I got another one here. Ten years ago today... My best friend, James, came running out of the room shouting, it's a boy with tears streaming down his face. We never went back to Thailand after that. <laughs> <laughs> I think you saved it. That would have been bad. But then I'm leaving on that note. <laughs> I thought the other ones were good, personally. Showbiz, baby. <laughs> yeah. What's wrong with you?
5: I I had a stretch, and it just, I don't know. <laughs> it just came out.
1: <laughs> I
3: thought you were doing like my sister hear- was telling about her friend's ex-boyfriend. you're gonna hear that, that's something <laughs> <laughs>
6: <laughs>
3: oh my gosh uh, Vinny and Haney up next
6: have yourselves a safe and wonderful hump day Wednesday this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what